0: Against all oddities, a podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. I'm middle brother, Chris. I'm youngest brother, Tim. Hi, I'm Nate. And together, we talk about werewolf ghosts, yeah. astral yeah. projection, immortality, aliens, logs, ESP, the I've devil, been... witchcraft, the and occult, the stargates, and Time's calling. We have over four seasons <laughs> of weird stuff with new episodes monthly. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>
1: Hi, it's Aurelien from Spooky and Strange, and I'm here to remind you that this podcast contains mature language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you have watched the show that we will be discussing, because there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's been out for a while, so get caught up already. (laughs) Enjoy!
0: That's why I got that wand thing oh and it's got a little it almost looks like a huge toothbrush almost oh. like it's, it's a rotating head and you just oh
1: fancy and you don't have to
0: bend down it just cleans you just gotta spray your stuff and then oh yeah you know. that's what i do i just do that soap scrub stuff anyway
1: that sounds nice okay just
0: grabbing bottles bubbles not bubbles home we take a drink here because my mouth is getting dry and it's making me not speak correctly There, Rewatchers! <laughs> Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap. I'm Dustin, and with me for the Magicians is Orlean of the Spooky and Strange podcast. How are you, eh?
1: Hello, I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love how you're so calm when I say that. Hello. Okay, well, before Orlean jumps into this recap. I just want to remind you that we have the Patreon for extra pre-show chats, and this one was a was a doozy. I might have to yeah. ch- chop it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was no, a long it's one. very
1: entertaining. It, it's highly entertaining as we rant about and the it studios. makes you think.
0: Yeah, it makes you think, <laughs> and yeah. So more to come for that, uh, and it's only you know three dollars a month. So join Patreon, and it's in the show notes. So you can find it, or just look up the Rewatch Recap on Patreon. And if you would be so kind, please, please leave us a rating and review on the podcasting platform you listen. We would love that. I appreciate
1: please, that. Please, yes. please. Yes. Oh, it sound,
0: like sound like a little kitten. Please, please. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, episode 10. It's titled Homecoming. And I mean, is this one about a football game? Will there be a dance? Who knows?
1: Oh, my Who God. Knows? I would love it if there was a dance. <laughs> shabop, shabop. We got to get some Gossip Girl in this Break Bills, bitch. I know.
0: <laughs> Ooh, magician version of Gossip Girl. It's like magical oh. notes appearing places. And-
1: okay. Margot is in both, obviously. She's oh, like yeah. our, our character that takes us between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. But you know
0: what? I mean, Stella Maeve was on Gossip Girl. So maybe that's actually Julia.
1: Oh my god! They should. You know what they should have done is do like a an- a dream episode. But they're all Gossip Girl. They're all in the show Gossip Girl. Yes. For an episode that sounds like more of
0: a supernatural storyline, but
1: <laughs> I know. But it would have. I mean, the magician starts to get really experimental with episodes as we That's go true. on. Like it gets it gets wacky. <laughs> it gets really interesting. Like for the first couple of seasons, they're very much like this is an episode. It's standard, and then they get really creative. So. They could have done it.
0: I think that's, yeah.
1: If I were a billionaire, I would do things like pay the cast of The Magicians to get together and do an episode for me like it's Gossip Girl. Oh,
0: that'd be awesome. I wish I could win the lottery in like a big (laughs) jackpot. I would spend it. I would like, of course, donate to charity and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, buy whatever establishment place I want to live in. Mm -hmm. But. And help people. But I would hopefully still have a lot left over I could just like, all right, studio, this is the movie I want to make.
1: Yes, 100%. <laughs> I don't know what all these rich people are doing. Like, I would be making my own entertainment. I would be forcing bands to collab and tour, like, to my house. Like, I the two of you practice and then come play.
0: True that.
1: Like, yes. I, I always think that, like, rich people – are the worst people to have money because they're the least creative.
0: That's yeah, that's true. And they're just because they just want to do the most boring crap.
1: Yeah. Like stop buying yachts thing. and start creating your own like magic castles.
0: In the sky. <laughs> Maybe not that far. OK, OK, so back to this recap, it's your recap. Eh? And I want you to take it away and put some stank
1: on it. <laughs> All right. Previously on The Magicians, Alice and Quentin like each other, and they kiss, and they're all happy, happy for once in their miserable lives. Um, Elliot was happy, too, once, before Margot wished his boyfriend away, and the murders.
0: The murders?
1: Penny was in Quentin's head again, literally. Julia and Katie's mom got up to dangerous hijinks, and then Julia met Richard in rehab. In the past, Jane Chatwin got a magic button to Fillory for her brother, and our Scooby gang found it. Penny touched Mm -hmm. it and presumably disappeared to Fillory. (gasps) Now, foreboding magical music plays and we see a beautiful marble statue and a fountain. And then Penny, gasping, pops out of the water. Everything is gray and we see a sun or a moon in the sky. I wasn't totally sure. Uh... I
0: want to think it's a sun because it looks like daytime. So I
1: think it's a sun. Everything's just gray here though. Yeah. Um Penny climbs out of the fountain and he's like, Where the hell am I? And he starts walking around and the music gets like more mystical as he goes.
0: I know. And he's looking all sexy with that vest and the coat (laughs) with the collar turned up.
1: Well, also he's like the only patch of color and like everything around him is gray. And so it's Mm -hmm. really focused on him.
0: He really pops.
1: Yeah. And he finds another fountain with a totally different statue. He's looking around in confusion, and there's this creepy girl in a hood. And he's like, "Hey, I come in peace." And he does the Star <laughs> Trek hand symbol, which, yeah,
0: live long. And I've prosper. never done
1: it like in my real life to anybody, um, but she looks intrigued and lowers her hood, and she's like, "I haven't seen you around here before." And he tries to read her mind, and she's like, "Nice try, psychic." Ooh, oh, who's she? Um, she introduced herself as Eve. Never believe it when someone gives you a name like Eve. Like, that's probably a fake name. Come on, That's
0: always the bad character. It's always. Come on. I mean, Eve came on to Dawson's Creek calls nothing but trouble.
1: And as you know, that's my Bible. <laughs> 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 um, she says she was born and raised here, which seems impossible because like it's just a barren wasteland of fountains. Um, and she says she keeps track of the fountains and she felt him come through. And she's like, yeah, where are you going? Let me help you get there. And he's like, Ooh. where are we? And she's like, the Netherlands. You fucking dumbass. Like, her face is just like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? And he's like, what is the Netherlands? And she's like, okay, uh, this is the place between all places.
0: <laughs> are we really doing this? I mean, my God.
1: Right. And she says, this is how you get from A to B. And I was like, wait, but if that's A and this is B, wouldn't it be how you get from A to C? Because this is a place. Yeah. Like, this is B, right?
0: Yeah, it, isn't a, good, it I don't... isn't a good analogy, I guess, but...
1: Anyway, she asks where he came from, and he says Earth, and she's like, oh, you all have the most interesting magic. And it's like, hmm, what Mm-mm. is Don't this? trust
0: her. Nope, nope.
1: And she's like, what brought you here? And then she's like, oh, by the way, this guy with, like, a reindeer and a beard comes through here, and he's like, Santa? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know him? <laughs>
0: i think we i'm just not i mean i'm I'm gonna give a little bit of spoiler here but i think we find out later on that is a real thing that is real
1: future spoiler (laughs) alert like santa exists in the magician's universe it's weird as fuck uh we will see him later um but penny so here's where i don't get it because penny is guarded as fuck most of the time and she's Mm -hmm. like oh how'd you get here and he's like a button and she's like can i see it and he's like yeah here it is what penny penny Penny.
0: Why? Why? Why are you trusting the first person you meet? It makes me. probably because she's a girl. But
1: she looks. It's gotta be it. She looks so suspicious.
0: I know. She's like really like too welcoming.
1: Right. And then as soon as he takes it out, she like steps towards him in a way that's hungry. And I'm like Penny. And like the music changes. And then she grabs his hand and people start coming out from behind the walls. And you're like oh fuck. Penny. God damn it. And she tries to throw battle magic at him. And then he travels, but it's just another fountain because it's all fountains, folks.
0: Well, thank God he's a traveler, though, because at least he it was a way for him to get away.
1: I know. But also, where would they take him? Another fountain? It, anyway, he runs up the stairs and it's just like fountains as far as the eye can see.
0: I know. I'm like, oh, my God. What the
1: fuck? So, like, he doesn't even know where the fountain he started in was, which is why you should not just wander off when you are lost. Also, good advice on Earth. Like, yeah if you're lost don't just wander
0: your chances of being found are easier when you stay in one place
1: yes stay where someone would be or someone saw you or you said you would be um so he draws a symbol in the dirt and he astral projects to we don't know where it is at first but i was like it's definitely quentin's brain because alice is in a sexy dress showing a lot of cleavage speaking some language and julia walks out dressed in princess leia's bikini and they're talking about space and dragons, and I was like, oh, she's Daenerys from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Got it. And then anyway, they start making out, and I was like, this is is. definitely Quentin's dream. Yeah, it has to be Daenerys, because I was like, speaking some kind of language with the wig and the dress, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, because I was like, okay, Julia's obviously Princess Leia, so. Right. But.
1: Yeah, I think it's also... This was probably on at the same time of Game of Thrones, so it probably made a lot more sense instantly for people, and they didn't have to be like, yeah. who? Because
0: um, I, I never watched Game of Thrones, because so, that's another one of those fantasy shows I just can't get into, but we'll get, I'll talk about that that's later. That's
1: fine. The books are really good. Um, the show is bad from the beginning, in my opinion, but the whole internet is going to fight me about that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the best part is next when Quentin appears dressed as Indiana Jones, whip and all, and says, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like let's go to space let's find your dragons and he's like and i respect you both as women and as leaders and as people <laughs> and penny goes nice dream loser oh no and then the magician's opening bing 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 ping, bing 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 And then Quentin wakes up next to Alice, but we only get a second of that before she's like, what happened in the dream? And we jump back to the dream. And Penny's (laughs) like, I want to make fun of you, but you might actually be some kind of like genius sex savant. And Quentin is like, what the fuck do you want? (laughs) And then we cut back and Alice is like, I was making out with who? (laughs) Julia, your longtime crush? And he's like, No, that's not, it's not like it's not about Mm-mm. that. Like, that's not what's important.
0: <laughs> he says something like dreams are weird, people are naked, and animals are smoking cigarettes.
1: Yes, which is not what was happening in your dream, Quentin, but okay. Um <laughs> And then he, he's like, Here's what's important. And then we find out that Penny has gone for six weeks.
0: Oh my god. He's been
1: in the Netherlands for six weeks.
0: So yeah, that kind of makes you think, oh okay, so this has kind of got that Narnia feel and like the time mess up thing because in Narnia you can be gone there for like six years, come back and you haven't left for like ten seconds.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's kind yeah. of
0: opposite of that, you know. Well,
1: and I I can't remember in the Narnia or in the Magician's Nephew when they find the that version of the Netherlands. If time passes weird there too, you know, like the place with all the lakes. Is that what it is in Narnia?
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, so same idea. The world between
0: worlds type of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Penny is like, okay, tell me about this. And Quentin is like, I kind of remember, but there's not much. I need to check the books. And Penny literally says, the one time I need you to know this Comic Con shit. (laughs) And I was like, I agree. I agree, actually.
0: Yeah. Need you to come through here.
1: You're like, you're begging to tell me about Fillory, and now I'm asking. And it's like, I don't know. I got to check the books.
0: You know what though, I gotta, I gotta get it on Quentin's side because I kind of understand that. I was always into Glee like badly, and then when finally someone went to really talk to me about it, I was like, um, uh, 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 I didn't know what to <laughs> Just talk too about. Much. Like- <laughs> kid I, I does not compute like my mind was blown so maybe that's what's going on
1: yeah also it's like the middle of the night and he came through a dream so
0: <laughs> yeah that's true too yeah you're really not like you you're, you're about to have a sex dream and now you gotta talk about fillers okay yeah sure. and
1: quentin is like just go back through the earth fountain and penny's like i don't know where the earth fountain is and then quentin is like okay just jump back and penny's like i can't just jump back from another like universe i could die and it's like yeah that's yeah, where would you jump um, back to? Yeah. You don't know where you yeah. are in.
0: He can barely jump in his own world, like right.
1: Like he's still learning. <laughs> We're in like the first year still, right? We're in like the first semester.
0: Apparently, yeah. Um,
1: and then it's time for the Scooby Gang to assemble briefly, and so Margot, Elliot, Alice, and Quentin talk about like what they know, which is not very much. And then Alice is like, "I might know someone who can help," and Quentin is like, "You know a person? What?" You haven't talked about this? You have a life
0: outside of me?
1: Um, And Elliot is like, yeah, we should ask the lizard man. And everyone's like, who? And at first you're like, oh, Elliot knows what's up. And it's like, no, Elliot is tripping.
0: He's like, are my eyes open or closed right now?
1: But then he goes, let's go on a quest. (laughs) Um, So Quentin and Alice leave to talk to this mystery person while Margo is like, let's rest. And yeah, he's like, are my eyes open or closed? How about now? And then we cut back to Penny, um, who's hiding behind a wall because the fountain pirates, I don't know what else to call them, but fountain pirates are like tracking him.
0: Neither pirates,
1: neither pirates. Um, He does some magic to distract them. And then he runs toward the fountain. And I wanted him to jump through this random statue portal and see what was on the other side. Like I desperately wanted him to start exploring different worlds.
0: Just hopping from fountain to fountain. Just see what you can
1: find. Um, But instead, he falls down through a step. Down a book chute into a library. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Perfect world.
1: (laughs) And then he starts walking past endless stacks of books, and you're like, yeah, the library. (laughs) Um,
0: That is like your haven. That is is your safe haven.
1: I do like to pretend to inhabit an endless library. So it is kind of haunted vibes. Um, But a friendly haunted one. Yeah, friendly.
0: Like Elvira would, would neutral her library. at
1: least. Um, yeah. But then we cut I mean, to... back to like modern technology and we cut to a slack on Julia's laptop called free trader Beowulf, which is a weird name. And I don't know what it means um, I don't know. where people have usernames like Asmodius, Silver Kitten and Vicious Cersei, <laughs> And they're chatting and Vicious Cersei is Julia in her apartment surrounded by stuff. And they're clearly in some kind of like magic chat. Yeah. And they're planning some he- for- Some hedge
0: witch chat room. Yeah.
1: They're planning for an in-person meeting, which Julia thinks is tomorrow, and it's actually right now.
0: I know. I'm like, huh?
1: Well, okay. What? It makes sense because- So it's Richard at the door, and he's like, hello, fellow chatter. And we're like, aha, ha! ha, ha you're in the chat. Um, mm. And he's like, when did you last unplug? And he kind of implies that Julia is- a. Uh, Living like a trash person again, down an obsession hole.
0: <laughs> she did. She is. She's bad about that. She needs to get away from. She computers. gets really
1: obsessive. Um. Um. He says the portals are going to take me a couple hours to set up, and you're like, "What are they about to do?" She's like, what? And then he's portals? like, "Can I have the guest room for the project?" And she's like, "Yeah." What is the project? And he's like, "Well, you'll learn once you've leveled up. Uh, it's Scientology."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is that's, exactly, that's what I'm talking about This dude's like, he's got a cult thing going on You just know it He hasn't told her a damn thing about this project That he's gonna do in her room
1: Yeah, it's weird And he's like, once you finish this book of 12 spells And no mistakes And I was like, what's that about? She's learning 12 new spells um, And they still seem kind of awkward with each other Because remember what happened before They went out and he was like, hey, kill my friend I know So you know,
0: I mean that was that's sh- that's red flag right I, there. I,
1: the fact that we're now here is a sign that Julia. And he didn't tell her
0: that, that was the reason why they were there in the first I know, place. And, and yet now again, he's doing he's it again. He's
1: apartment, um, and he does some cool door magic to bring the others into Julia's apartment. And everyone is hugging and meeting, and they're all excited. Um, one of them is undergoing chemo, which seems like it's going to come back later. Mm. And then finally, the other newbie, as comes through, and it's Katie because oh my god, I told you they should be best friends.
0: <laughs> oh, and she is not pleased to see. Julia I love it at though all. because they
1: keep banging into each other. Like,
0: yeah, it's very obvious. You know, there's a they they a are why you guys similar. Meant to be or right,
1: they have a similar like drive for something. Um, yeah, I love it. And Richard is like, oh no, but also we're on the clock, so can you all just like get along? <laughs>
0: Just, like, get the hell over it so we can get this done, please.
1: Um, And we – Katie doesn't know what the project is either, but before we find out, Alice and Quentin are approaching a house. And this was really funny because he's like, I've never been to Chicago before. And she's like, this is the suburbs. <laughs> like, she's clearly super anxious and, like, really uncomfortable. And she's even like, maybe you should wait outside. But, of course, he doesn't because he's Quentin. And they walk into yeah. the Alice's parents' toga orgy.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> and it, I mean.
1: Oh, it's a full orgy. This isn't like some is, CW it's like shit. Like going this, on. Is, yeah. people are having sex all over the place, and like, there's a lot of extras having sex.
0: Wasn't that Malcolm McDowell in Caligula?
1: I have no idea. I've never seen that.
0: But yeah, there's a bunch of orgy stuff Um, in that movie.
1: Yeah, and Quentin is like, what magic is this? Whose house is this? And then a man goes, Alice? And we turn, and okay, it's the very kindly doctor from Everwood. (laughs) But here, he's in a toga holding another man by like a sex chain. And she goes, (laughs) hi, dad.
0: I love how Quentin walks in. He goes, it's like the TARDIS in here.
1: <laughs> and oh. so anyway, her dad is like, Quentin, did Alice tell you I study historical magic? As like an active orgy goes on around them, like he's fully insufferable. I know. I, I hate him. But then Quentin <laughs> starts to be a little insufferable too. And you're like, oh, no. And Alice is like, oh, no. Distract my dad. I'm going to try to like complete our mission.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, what what's what's gonna come out of this mouth? Like
1: you should have waited outside, Quentin.
0: I know, dude. You don't know what you're
1: getting um, into. Um back at the physical house. I I literally have a magic block in my brain. I just call her magic doctor. Um, she's checking out Elliot, complaining she gave up Hamilton tickets for this. And I was like, Wait, you can't magic your way into Hamilton, which is in the same state that you're in? What good is magic? <laughs>
0: You know what, she, oh, her name's Professor Lipson.
1: Lipson, thank you. Um, But I was like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah, you can't heal cancer, but you also can't get into Hamilton?
0: I know, I mean.
1: What good is on. it?
0: And I love how Margo's like, um, sorry you have to do your <laughs> <I> job. <know>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry a student might be ill. Um. But anyway, the professor says there's nothing wrong with Elliot other than the self-medicating. However, Margot breaks Mm -mm. a wine glass with her vibes when it gets too close to her. And the doctor says someone or something is draining your life force. Have you engaged in any unprotected rituals lately? So I'm like, "What weird shit did you get into on your okay. trip, Margot?" It feels also a little slut shabby because I was like, "Quentin and Alice do nothing but unprotected rituals all over this campus." What the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, yeah. Uh, and it's but, but you know, it is magic campus, so obviously there's a. I quite bet a
1: high that was a magical vacation. Magic with sex, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back at Julia's apartment, Katie is listening at the guest door as the others chant. And Katie's Mm-mm. like, uh, I don't forgive you. And Julia's doing her spells and she's like, fine, but I didn't kill your mom. And like, Julia has some really good boundaries here where she's like, I feel guilty every day. I wish it hadn't happened. I wish none of this had happened, but I also didn't kill her. And Katie is like, yeah. fine. <laughs> Cause like, she's right, but obviously Katie is also still upset and they have a little emotional moment. Um, And then Katie's like,
0: she knew that, you know, how Julia was being relentless with trying to find magic. And, you know, her mom's kind of like that, too. So obviously she's going to connect that since they were last together and think you helped my mom die kind of thing.
1: Right. And then Katie's like, like, fine, let's do our spells. Um, Meanwhile, Penny is wandering this endless library and he hits a room full of card catalog boxes, like literally floor to ceiling card catalogs. And a woman Mm -hmm. behind him says, William, you're late. And he's like, who are you? And she says, you always ask the same questions. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she says, you never do. And okay, at this point, I feel like the show has done a really good job inserting this stuff and making it subtle enough that we aren't constantly attaching it to it. But at this point, I think almost every character has gotten a, oh, you're doing something different this time. And no one's like, what the fuck do you mean this time? What the fuck are you talking about? No one's
0: picking up on these subtle clues that they keep dropping. Not even Penny.
1: Penny's just like, what the fuck's going on? And I want to be like, Penny, ask what she's getting at.
0: Wait, why are you saying it that way? Something, you know? Yeah,
1: but she's just like, I'm a member of the order, the keepers of the libraries of the Netherlands, the greatest repository of knowledge, full stop. And he's like,
0: I think you should go with her for Halloween.
1: That would be fun. I think you could pull it off. Yeah. I
0: mean, you wear glasses already. If you can get yourself some like, I love her you know, look.
1: Yeah. What
0: are they called? Cat. um
1: Oh, yeah. The cat eye uh, frames. Cat eye glasses. Yeah.
0: yeah. The frames like that. And then you do your little whoopy hair or something or, or get a wig has those to do cool, it either way.
1: Like long pants and all kinds mm-hmm. of. Yeah.
0: And you have your hands up and you talk like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the library. Um, okay, Aww. he asks about, like, the gang, and she's like, the locals used to work for us, but they've since been banned and also cursed, so they can't use the fountains, and you're like, what the fuck did you do to these people?
0: Like, damn. What are
1: they supposed to do? There's nothing here.
0: What did they do? I right, wonder, like, to make what, them- ha-
1: and anyway, she says, basically, now they work for the beast, and you're like, what the fuck happened here?
0: Like, oh my god, oh, I mean... You know, they're going to prey on the, the desperate ones, I guess.
1: I mean, and Penny's like, can you just find out the Earth Fountain? And she's like, well, I, I could, but I need to order you a map. And that comes from another branch, which is going to take two to four weeks to process. And he's like, that's too long. And she's like, OK, then follow me.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> and he just follows her. And okay. this whole episode, you're like, where did Penny go? Why aren't you being like questioning and aggressive and suspicious?
0: I know. like. <laughs> I guess he is just that mind He's like blown. He's shocked. Just can't, <laughs> his personality just got pushed back to the, you know, like, all right, this is just me going, what the hell? Yeah. Also, I might be stuck <laughs> here
1: forever. Probably.
0: Yeah. Maybe no. Yeah. Yeah. Burns and bridges. Yeah. Um.
1: So back to Alice, who's like living her nightmare. Clearly, like she's so physically uncomfortable. The acting is really good here. Uh, she finds her mother in the bathtub and she calls her mother and then she's like, what do you call me? And she's like, Stephanie, it's so fucked up. <laughs> I mean,
0: Stephanie as a mom's name, it's so weird to me. Oh. It doesn't feel like a name that should be for a mom. I don't know. And That's like Tiffany being, Grandma Tiffany. Like, there must oh, be so many
1: Grandma Tiffanies though now.
0: I know, but it's so weird sounding yeah. to me. I don't know what it is, you know? Um, but I want to say um, Alice's mom is Judith Hoag or Hoag. Mm. Um, she was the first movie April O'Neil ah. in 1999 or 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, and then she's also the mom from Halloween Town. Yeah,
1: fun. Um, but she sucks here. And she's <laughs> like, uh, remember last time we spoke and you blah, 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 And Alice is like clearly going through it because Alice is the child in the situation. Alice is the child. These yes. are not equals. Um, and like clearly Charlie's death like fractured their family, but also her parents were already fucked up. And now it's just like worse. And mm-hmm. her mom is basically like, I'm tired now. And just walks out.
0: <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, the fact that she just gets out of the tub, like she's it's nothing to naked just, in front like, of her leaves. child.
1: And looks like, what? Um, and then Alice and Quentin are in her childhood bedroom and she's ranting. And I'm like, why didn't you leave the house? Like, uh. um, especially when Quentin is like, it's like going back in time to 2004. And, Okay, Alice is embarrassed, and Quentin says, it's okay, I'm like really into damaged chicks. And she's like, like, Julia?
0: Ooh, burn.
1: And he's like, uh, that's all, uh, no, that's all over. No, I'm over it. Let. What about this traveler that you know? <laughs> and she's like, it's someone my mom knows named Joe, and I don't want to ask about Joe when my dad is around. Because when I was a kid, my dad caught my mom having an affair and he threatened to hurt himself and he was psychotic.
0: I'm like, damn, that's not good. These
1: parents are terrible, terrible. Like, oh, all yeah. the clues we've gotten about, like, why Alice just wanted to, like, come to break bills, it makes so much sense because, like, her house is terrible. Um, yeah.
0: And you can kind of see why more she makes really horrible decisions because her parents She do. has, like, <laughs> no
1: guidance, no real, like, right. yeah. Um. Poor Alice. And like Quentin it turns it around and stops joking and he's nice. Um
0: Yeah, he, he actually becomes a cool boyfriend for the moment. But he has some moments you know. in this
1: episode. Um anyway, Katie and Julia are doing their spells together. And this is, I really like how they wrote this scene because it's such a good way for us to hear Katie's side of the recent story without just like flashbacks, like hearing it mm-hmm. through her words, what happened. Um, and she says she was coming to kill Marina. But then she met Richard, and he invited her into this, which sounded better than death or jail. Girl, you got into break bills. I don't think these are your only options.
0: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> like,
1: this is not... You're not a Julia. She got sucked
0: into a cult, is basically the better statement.
1: <laughs> we don't know what's a cult yet, Dustin. These are like-minded it sure friends. Feel like a normal... Like-minded friends. <laughs>
0: Who keep things from each other until they level up. And also
1: they work on something called The Project, which is always like a good sign. Um,
0: Behind closed doors. (laughs) In my bedroom.
1: So suddenly (laughs) there's a big noise and the lights flicker in the apartment and Katie is like, I know four spells to break in. And Richard is like, we're fine. And Katie's like, if we finish our homework, they have to let us in. And Katie like stares at her, which I thought was a great moment. She's like, "Uh, we could just break in there. And Julia's like, but we should do our homework like they said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um,
0: yeah. It, well, you know, Katie's going to break the rules a Katie's little bit Katie's like, more we though. have
1: magic. I, but, yeah. Um, Let's
0: just not do this. So
1: yeah. back at the library, the woman leads Penny to a bunch of stacks of real people's books, like people he knows. All the books of all the people <laughs> who ever lived have a book in this library. And he finds his own book. And he's like, why are there flowers on it? Use this energy elsewhere. And he opens it, and the woman is like, "Um, people who read their books often don't like the main character and are rarely happy with how it turns out." And then he puts it back.
0: I I wonder. That's something I wanted to think about. What's in it? Like, what would be in your book, and how would your, I mean, the character be described? Is it? I mean, why would they say they rarely like the main character? Is it because it's written honestly? Yeah, because you wouldn't like how, from a certain perspective, you're
1: described. I mean in reality like when you're not the main character mm-hmm. like someone who describes like this person made a selfish decision and did this people mm-hmm. don't want to read that even if it's true Yeah um she
0: I think I would want it though cuz I I just want that honesty to better myself you know
1: Interesting Yeah um she finds the book she's looking for and he's like Martin Martin Chatwin's book and he's confused and then he's like is there stuff about the beast in here and she's like, uh, 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 I can't lend you the book because you don't have a library card. <laughs> and Penny's like, this is why people hate librarians. And I was like, nobody hates librarians. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: and, what people are you talking right, I've about? I've never
1: heard anyone be like, you know how you hate librarians? No. What? <laughs> um, anyway, she's like, I know you're thinking about stealing the book. And instead of stealing it and ripping out a few copies, I'm just going to photocopy the pages you would have managed to rip out of the book. And then she gives him and is like, shove. And he...
0: I know. I'm like, here you go. He's back at the fountain.
1: Well, a fountain. A fountain with like no Mm -hmm. label. And then we go back to Alice's house and it's the next day. And they're just... I guess they spent the night, which is fun. And they're eating leftovers from the party, like filleted goat penis. I know, you know. No, but
0: he doesn't say filleted. He says filleted. Filleted. Yeah, he does. I'm like, what is wrong with this family? She can't pronounce like, um. Oh my god, what was that? Uh, Cryptid. She called it cryptid.
1: Oh yeah. Fileted,
0: And I'm hasty and filleted. I'm like, funny. no. Um, and I don't want to go penis things. Not for breakfast.
1: And yeah, Quentin is like, oh, you're writing a new book? And the dad's like, yeah, it's only one. Blah, blah. He's like, can we see it? Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it right now. And leads him away. <laughs> so Alice.
0: He goes, no, but he goes, but you haven't even touched your penis. Oh, yeah,
1: He's like, I had a bunch yesterday. <laughs> <sighs> Um, and so Alice is like hey I want to talk about Joe and she's her mom is like I love Joe hand me that minced parrot and I was like what the fuck do these people eat Um, and she's like also your dad loves Joe and Alice is like what dad likes Joe and her mom is like oh yeah he's our third in a polyamorous triad sense I know and then she says Joe's anatomy is adaptable what is joe like a swiss what Army is knife? joe right like what
0: i mean he's very much non-binary yes an if anything like,
1: what is joe
0: what kind of creature right is joe? did
1: he come from another any anyway.
0: or maybe he had some kind of magical surgery that would allow him to do that
1: <sighs> we'll find out later because first elliot and Margot confront Margot. what the fuck and some guy. So Elliot and Margot show up to this New York apartment, and Margot answers the door, and some guy is like, I could explain, and Margot yells, explain this, you dick, and she like tries to run at him, but then she collapses. Oh. Um. Okay, back to Margo. Joe, Quentin, and Alice, who are talking about the Netherlands, and Joe is like, oh, there's some magic you can do, some sex magic, and they're like, mm-hmm. what now? And he's like, oh, yeah, where I come from, all magic is sex magic. And we're like, where the fuck do you come from?
0: Oh, yeah. He's from another world. Right. That's what it is. That's why he's a different anatomy And he says,
1: I sense a nice connection between your genitals.
0: I sense that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what a statement to make to somebody. No, I think you guys would make be good together. No, I sense a connection between your genitals. So <laughs> I want to say that to somebody sometime.
1: <laughs> and anyway, this is the only way I guess they can get a beacon to Penny is by climaxing at the same time. You know how the spells like go. Like you do. So uh, Margo wakes up to Elliot, that random guy, and the second Margo all doing a shot. And essentially... <laughs> This guy she dated says he had to create a golem of her because he needed her, and she left, and he loves her. And Elliot whispers, a Margolem," which is hilarious.
0: It's so cute. And then he
1: and the Margolem do coke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I brought you to support me while I fight with my ex. Yes. Do not do lines with the so The
1: real Margot tries to talk to him, and he won't open up, and he's like, life is a unicorn shitting rainbows of candy. And she's like, fine, go home. I'll deal with this. (laughs) And then it's time for the sex magic.
0: Elliot's being very self-centered though. He's grieving,
1: but yes, he is. Um, so Quentin and Alex are (laughs) Alice are in bed, and he's like, You have the most beautiful hair. Your eyes are the most beautiful shade of blue. You're so smart. And she's like, What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs)
0: does this turn you on and he's like
1: I thought women like to be complimented and anyway this whole plot is just highlighting their lack of communication around sex and how they all all these assumptions about each other and like what they're doing and how sometimes she fakes orgasms and he's like how am I supposed to get better if you don't say anything and she's like yeah
0: true but at the same time some people really and I'm going to say this from experience do not pay attention to your body language
1: (laughs) i i think Quentin, when, when somebody
0: does something and it doesn't feel good and they jerk away from you like I, i'm just saying okay i uh, know don't that should be like oh, okay i'm not gonna keep doing that that wasn't like a yay well, also in that a relationship a,
1: you learn that stuff over time like they've now they're getting to know like each other's bodies yeah. and stuff um and she called back to fox sex and he's like sorry i'm not a fox <laughs> the fox ding, sex ding, is my ding, ding, favorite ding, ding. Plot line that they call back to constantly. It's, it's a great,
0: I know it's a great term too.
1: Foxes. sex. But just her being like, it was so fun and easy when we were foxes. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, I'm not a fox. And he literally like puts on his clothes and leaves. Oh. Okay. Anyway, sad Quentin. Julie and Katie have finished their 12 spells. And then there's a knock at the front door. And I was like, there's going to be somebody murdery there. But it's just pizza. I know. But then Julia notices the clock, which is moving backwards, and there's a knock again, and it's the pizza. And Julia and Katie are like, <laughs> the fuck? And Julia's like, <laughs> Just kind
0: of the money again. could this be
1: our spell? And Katie's like, no, this is big. And then they hear cheering from the guest room. And after the break, Richard explains, we're pushing the boundaries of what is magically possible. Sounds like a cult. Mm. Um, Katie says Mm -hmm. logical things. (laughs) And Richard is like, oh, we're not just making spells here. We're inventing methodologies. And he explains, and like, here's the gist. All of these people have had terrible things happen to them, and they're trying to do time magic to, like, fix their life regrets and, like, the mistakes they've made.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, Katie is correct to call bullshit. This is not something that needs to be done. He's a fanatic. This is a cult. Wake up, guys. Come (laughs) to this conclusion.
1: Yes. Um, Especially as he explains, he's like, we realize we don't need to generate the energy ourselves. We need to borrow the energy we need from the source, from where it all comes from, the divine. And Julia's like, oh, my God, you're trying to summon a god. And you're like, oh, shit, guys. like We're not ready for this.
0: I know. I'm just, yeah. And then when we find out about him coming up, oh god. Just
1: D- D- no spoilers. Um, back at the physical house, Elliot hands Margot a treat and apologizes, and he's like, "Can we really talk?" And he thinks he's really like not okay. And she moves over and then kisses him, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And we realize it's the Margolem because real Margot walks in and is like, "Oh Jesus." There she is. <laughs> and Elliot, poor Elliot coming down off all these drugs is like, what is going on? And Margot's like, oh, she might come in handy. And Elliot's like, oh, God. And like, he doesn't share with the real Margot. And then he leaves and Margot asks the Margolem, like, what did you do?
0: <laughs> what did you do to him?
1: Hmm? Um, so back to the house. Alice is still at her fucking parents' house. Just leave. Anyway, Quentin comes back, and he's like, so I'm a dick, I'm insecure, and I suck. And we're like, yay, personal growth.
0: The first step is realizing you you suck. Realizing you have a problem. But then
1: he says, I'll be more fox-like if you want. And we're like, ew. Um, And they have a real couple moment where they talk about how they actually like each other. And she's like, you're not bad at sex. I'm bad at asking for what I want. And he's like, but why? It's me. And she's like, I know. And they're like, "Aw." It's very They're real. They're having
0: conversations. Yes. Revealing insecurities. And they decide
1: to try again. And like, hey, maybe being in your childhood bed isn't helping. Just like.
0: Yeah, no, that's true, too.
1: Um, But they do it. But I
0: will say, Jason Ralph gives good back. He gives good it gets back really
1: intimate, especially when you're like, oh, guys, do you want us to go? And she's like, bite me. And you're like, okay, we're going to go. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can we just pull out? that Oh, that sounds bad. Pull back. Well,
1: especially because I wrote like, <laughs> fuck sex. Bite me. Fuck sex. Um, but it works. They came at the same time. I don't believe it, but they did because a beacon lights up on the Earth fountain for Penny, and he's like, "Yes, Earth." <laughs> but the gang is there too. But he jumps in the fountain before they can get him, and Penny is back, and he's literally watching them fuck <laughs> <laughs> because he jumps back into Alice's room.
0: He arrives just as they climax together again. <gasps> Welcome back.
1: Poor Penny.
0: How did he actually, I guess because they were the beacon, that's why he was drawn straight to them.
1: Yeah, that that would make sense. Um, But it's just really funny how we get this like very awkward, intimate moment. And then Penny is once again watching him get it on with Alice. It's just, man, being a traveler is the worst. Yeah. That's what I yeah, that's what I think, like all these others get to get up to a little bit more hijinks, but he Penny is like being thrown around. Yeah. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. And we hope that uh, everybody's OK.
0: That's true. And I mean, no one's in immediate I danger want...
1: right now. <laughs> not at this...
0: No, not... Well, it's building up to some it stuff, is. you know, you just know it. And uh, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. What do you think, audience? Why why is it always sex magic, for one thing? Like, there's always sex magic involved. I mean,
1: it <laughs> worked as a really good vehicle for it to highlight, a, like, a problem in their relationship and force them to fix it. So, like, storytelling, yeah. I love that. But it's fucking weird.
0: Oh, I mean, it's like everything sex Okay. And will Elliot and Margot get back on track? Will they? Yes. Is it going to be? They're-, they're disconnecting now. I mean, and if you want to get in deep into some crap, do you want to? Do you think that Quentin is a good boyfriend, or is trying to be, or starting to be?
1: Yeah, he's definitely trying.
0: And will Penny ever get better at traveling? God,
1: I hope so. I or to he's know. gonna die. I
0: want to... yeah, it. that's true. It's a big possibility. Make sure to reach out to us on social media. Orlean is at spooky orlean on Twitter and Instagram. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Or if you want, you can call in a voicemail comment at 901-602-3061. Again, 901-602-3061. Leave us a voicemail. We want to hear from you. We can play it on an episode. That'd be great. So next week, we are going into episode 11, Remedial Battle Magic. Uh Which, I mean, sounds like it speaks for itself. (laughs) I notice a lot of these titles sound like course titles
1: they do but actually no one's learning anything
0: that's true that's (laughs) true that's the that's the rub anyway um (laughs) anyway till then we'll see you guys and protect your hands rewatchers bye